Hey guys, I got a special deal for you, our listeners, from our new sponsor, Audible.com. That's right. If you go to audibletrial.com slash firmware update, you can get set up with a free 30-day trial of their service that'll give you a free audiobook. The best part of that, you can cancel at any time, including during that trial period, and keep that free book that you got. Doing so not only gets you a free audiobook, but it helps the show out tremendously. You can select any audiobook you want, including Ready Player One, a futuristic story on the possible future of VR, or Extra Lives, a piece on why video games are art and important to our daily lives. So go do it, audibletrial.com slash firmware update. Once again, the book is yours to keep or stay with Audible and keep getting books every single month. Once again, that's audibletrial.com slash firmware update. So go get your free book. And welcome to the latest edition of the Firmware Update, episode 198. I'm one of your hosts, as often as we can be to host Malcolm Spinetti, and joining me as well, Joe Garcia. Hey, our our our, our, very, our bare minimum quota uh, is still met here. Yeah, uh, this is my bad, folks. Um, <laughs> as you guys have, as have heard on the show, I've recently started a new job. That new job, unfortunately, for the training is eating up a large chunk of my time. Mainly, I'm working from noon to late night, and which is usually when Joe's free. So, unfortunately, you know, we've been pretty sparse as far as getting time to meet with each other. We had one show where, unfortunately, unforeseen circumstances came up, and we had to delay that. So, mm. uh, good news is you're going to get quite the meaty news show today. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and for those of you that are curious, uh, my new job at Conduit is going pretty okay, actually. Um, I, I was a little nervous because this is essentially a new career trek. I, I officially am done with sales, which I'm I, it, it, I'm so happy to say. <laughs> I, I hated that job. I, it was one of those deals where I only kept it because I was good at it, apparently. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So, you know, I finally made the choice to leap into a new field and uh, – Thankfully, all the stuff I learned in sales has been paying off for me because I'm used to talking to customers and I'm used to like keeping up the constant flow and which apparently is a big deal. Like the closest thing I could uh, compare it to, like, you know, how with pro wrestling, they make it. <laughs> it always goes back to wrestling. Oh, yeah. They make a big deal about how. R.I.P. the brain. <laughs> oh, God. Why'd you have to bring that up? That was like. <laughs> Uh, I, I posted a post on Facebook. I don't know if you saw where I was actually drinking a shot of scotch and while watching the Royal Rumble 92. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't see that. But... Yeah, I was oh, like, man. to Bobby. <laughs> oh, God, I miss him. But anyway, they make it a big deal. And if you watch enough documentaries, they make a big deal about how if you have the it factor, they're more than willing to work with you as far as the wrestling stuff because the it factor is the tough thing to get. Now, with uh, talking on the phone... It turns out the it factor is being able to talk on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> it's not immediately hanging up when in contact with a second human being. Oh, like, okay, so we started doing this thing where we're training one-on-one -on -one with people. And uh, essentially, like, I'm doing the phone call and, like, a, a, 
somebody who actually knows what they're doing is like shadowing me to make sure I don't mess up. And, you know, I go in there, you know, I'm twisted in the stomach, I'm sweating bullets because at the same time, they're, they're literally grading me on this. So like if I mess up enough that they could kick you out, I mean, like out of our, <laughs> we've already lost two people because, and, but anyway, we we continue on and I answer the call, I do it. And the guy's like, looked at me, he has got the whitest eyes, like, and you look, I'm like, what? And he's like, are you, you're serious? This is your first call center job. I'm like, yeah. And he's like, you have no idea how big of a deal what you just did is. I'm like, did I do something wrong? No. Like, you talk, to <laughs> you talk to them. You know how many students I've had where they pick up the phone and it's just dead air? Because <laughs> they're so nervous what to do. Like, he actually called over another guy. It's like, like you, all right, like, tell me about the worst one you had. And he's like, well, there was... The guy picked up the phone and the guy described his problem. And all it was, was restart the phone was the answer. And, <laughs> and he listened to it and he responds to the guy like, well, I'm going to be honest with you, sir. I don't think there's anything I can do for you. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so and he's like, he pointed out, like, you talk to him nicely. You explained why you're offering solutions. You explain step by step how to do it. Like, this is usually <laughs> stuff people get. Isn't that literally the job? <laughs> Isn't that the entire point? Yeah, like you, you, you'd be surprised. Well, I was surprised. Like, <laughs> like, like that's like step one. It's like, it's like how like it, you, you people are complimenting you for like basic stuff. Like, holy crap, yeah. you pay your bills on time? And like, yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I did another one, and you know, the first guy proclaimed me as the greatest student he ever had, and I'm like, okay, come on. It, it was, <laughs> it was one. Of the, it was so. You know how you go through in your head when you're getting ready for a situation? And you're like, uh -huh. oh, this is the worst worst case scenario. I get fired. And then you imagine this dreamlike scenario where you're like the golden child of whatever it is you're trying to do. And you're like, okay, that's never going to happen. Well, that's what happened with me. He was <laughs> The guy was literally dancing at how awesome I was. He was like fist bumping me. He's like, dude, this job is so you. You are perfect for this. And I, I'm looking, <laughs> meanwhile, I'm looking for Ashton Kutcher to jump out and tell me I was punked. But <laughs> <laughs> So the good news is it's going okay. Yeah. Okay, I put it lightly. It's going really well. Um, I was number one in my class. Uh, they made this big deal about like everyone gets to pick their own schedules. You know, like if you're number, one, if you're the first ranked in the class, then you get first pick. And me being as competitive as I can be, I studied hard for the test, which was difficult because you can only study while you're in the classroom. So that's great. <laughs> and I was up against uh, somebody who seemed to know a lot about stuff too and somebody who already had this job so like doing the training was like a formality for her in fact everyone thought that she was going to be number one ranked so they didn't at first they didn't hear the teacher when he said my name and like everyone was surprised because i'm like this quiet guy in the classroom <laughs> <laughs> so i got first pick sadly there was not a weekend off to be had which i was a little bummed about because you know, that's what i freaking work for but well whatever <laughs> um so training's going really well. Hopefully, hopefully once we get something more stable, because it's one of those jobs where once they give you the schedule, that's the schedule every single week. So we'll uh. be able to plan around what I'm doing a little bit better. And uh, Joe and I can give you more content, because we've been playing games. Yeah, I've actually done a surprise amount of, of, of playing. 
uh, uh, for games. Uh, like I just got Tacoma finally. Oh, uh, yeah, and I've been playing a little bit of that. It's, it's pretty good. It's really good. Nice. We'll see. We'll see if it makes one of the tournaments then. Um, probably. I'd say it's, it's a safe bet for one of those. Uh, I've actually like spent some time. Like I played a bit of a Absolver. I've been playing a bit of Hellblade. Uh, up until I, I started work, I was playing a lot of a game that came out a while ago. By a while ago, I mean like at the beginning of the year. So it, it's one of those games I was pushing for game of the year, but I've only played like a little bit of it. So it's like, okay, if I'm going to be pushing for it, I need to play a good chunk of it. <laughs> right. Um, let's see what else. Uh, like Everybody's Golf came out. That's pretty. That's really good. And of course, I, I, I actually I, I went ahead and took the plunge, Malcolm, and I got the hot new shooter. Uh, everyone's talking about, uh, that's right, everybody. Super hot? No. <laughs> Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Oh, yeah. Well, by the way, and, you cut me off before I even said what the game I was playing was. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, Yakuza Zero, which, uh, I don't, I, we've already reviewed Ruda a bit already, but, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll have more to say. Let, let's just say I'm going to be fighting for that game <laughs> when, ter- when tournament time comes about, but... Uh, Mario versus Rabbids. I've been curious because we've gone back and forth. Like, I haven't doubted uh, Mario plus Rabbids, Mar- sir. Oh, Mario plus Rabbids. Okay. Yeah, not that. Mario versus Rabbids. He teams up with some of the Rabbids. <laughs> some of the he shoots the <laughs> he, he shoots the rest with extreme prejudice. It was like, well, how is Mega Man not in this game? They're using Mega Busters. For <laughs> well, because Capcom just could rather see uh, Mega Man dead uh, and lying in the gutter than anything else. Oh, did you see fake Kazurai's tweet on that? Or something? it was somebody where like it was Capcom with like a stuffed <laughs> or stuffed Mega Man, and they were going. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I retweeted it. So you. Oh, there uh, we go. I'm the one who retweeted it, and you liked it, I, as I saw from my notifications. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's, like, it's a giant stuffed Mega Man. It's, it looks to be about five feet tall or long, or however you want to measure it. And it's like, ah, yes, I see Capcom finally got the carcass stuffed. <laughs> it's like, yeah. <laughs> Oh god, but it, yeah. So we went back and forth on it. Like I thought, I thought it would be okay at worst. But you know, like, Joe on the other hand was heralding it as this will be the game of 2017. Okay, so, so get off the soapbox. Yeah, I didn't say all that, <laughs> but um, I mean, science pointed it to it being a very good game. I I had no doubt in it. Like obviously, everyone was like, "What the fuck is this game?" When they when that artwork leaked, and it's like there's no context for it. It's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> uh, but once C three rolled through it, and we saw what it was, it's like, "Oh, this game's gonna be fucking cool," uh, and it is. It's fucking cool. And uh, oh, I also play been playing Uncharted: Lost Legacy, which uh, uh-uh. yeah, I've really really been enjoying. It's a it's an interesting game because you can tell they're experimenting a little bit, mainly with like an. I'm not going to say open world, but it, it open world ish setting. Like you saw them dip their toe in the water. I believe with at least one chapter in uncharted four in this one, it's a little bit more prominent and uh, it's cool. You know, like you're, they're trying new things and I believe it's better from what we saw in uncharted four. So who knows, maybe in the future we might have like uh, some, a little bit more on that one, but I'm also been in, enjoying it a lot. The, slow build that is the relationship between Chloe and Nadine is really cool. It's awesome mm-hmm. to see those characters back and interacting with the environment and the banter as always is really, really human, which, 
you know, I, it sounds like I'm lowballing, but no, like getting honest to God conversation with characters <laughs> that's believable is actually really, really cool. You know, like this is not really a spoiler. It's like early in the game, but there's like this moment where they're bantering back and forth and Chloe takes pictures with her phone. And uh, they, they had talked a little bit about Chloe's dad and uh, she, you know, Nadine was like, yeah, that's great. You could send that to him. And there's like this pause and, you know, that's when Chloe br- says like, um, that's not gonna, it's a few years too late for that. And you see Nadine and she's like, fuck. And she's like, look, I, I didn't, you know, it, it was like this honest to God apology. Like uh, I, I didn't know. It's like, it's little things like that that make the characters human. And Chloe's like, yeah, don't worry about it. And then they just move on. <laughs> it, it, I, I, I like little things like that, like humanizing the characters and what have you, which is what Naughty Dog's really good at. And the game's really super fun. So August was <laughs> no, just... Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's been a hell of a month. Um... And if you thought August was a hell of a month, or, <laughs> or whatever was a hell of a month, Get oh, ready. God. We still need to get ready for pass or play for October. God, God, we're gonna have to like stay stay up at night, and we need to get that done for our Patreon user. So. <laughs> yeah, we do. Uh, Patreon.com slash the firm up. By the way, we hey, we once again we apologize for the slow month, but you know we got jobs, unfortunately. So, but yeah. Hey, and hey, and we did update the, the pricing on that. So three bucks a month gets you pass or play. Five bucks a month uh, gets you commentaries. Uh, get in there. We got some stuff in there already. If you if you if you subscribe now, we've got plenty in plenty in the hopper for you to listen to jump into immediately. So there you are. So be sure to check that out. And uh, we will have that October episode of Pass or Play, which we're really which would probably be like the E3 of our shows because October is stacked, super stacked. So stacked that I'm using my birthday to hopefully get a few of those games. <laughs> um, I will be trying to use, uh, hopefully it's, there's nothing too, the day won't be too busy where it'll have to deny it, but I will be taking a uh, vacation day for Mario when that comes out, uh, oh, if possible. Oh, bloody hell. It, I, I don't know how to like, had, like my wife is super stacked for despite everything I've been telling her about the uh, mono, the microtransaction and whatnot, she's still very excited for Shadow of War, and I'm excited too. It's just the whole microtransaction thing has kind of marred that. And uh, of course, after playing Shadow of the Colossus while I was uh, Shadow of the Colossus, I'm thinking wow. of New Colossus. So I was like, okay. <laughs> I mean, hey, if you need, if you want to play Shadow of the Colossus and tell me all about it, uh, I'm happy. To, I'm happy to lend an ear to that. Man, what? A, let me tell you, folks, video games don't get a lot better than Shadow of the Colossus. Oh, you want to just talk about Shadow of the Colossus for us in this thing? Oh, we may. Have, if you look around, there's probably some Shadow of the Colossus <laughs> stories that are in the news. <laughs> Aside from you know the whole remake thing, but uh, what I meant to say was, after finally playing Wolfenstein: The New Order, I'm super excited for Wolfenstein Two. The new Colossus, excuse me. <laughs> and, uh, of course, Mario. Like, uh, like as much as I am, let's lo- slow down the hype a little bit for the Switch. H- how do you not get that game if you have the Switch? Oh, man. Every single thing they ever show off for that game is so whimsical and so joyous. It's like, how, what, what, what human person would ever own the Switch and look at that and say, nah. <laughs> Actually, nah. <laughs> Exactly. I mean, on top of that, we there have been games that, because you're so focused on these other games, you've been sort of 
unintentionally backburning. Like all the news about South Park came out, and I was like, "Oh, that's right! I'm really excited for this game too." <laughs> oh yeah, that's going out. Jesus, uh, H Christ. <laughs> And, like, even games that are, like, if you're into the whole horror aspect, um, Evil Within 2 actually looks really, really good. And a lot of the news on how they're changing the gameplay on it looks really, really awesome. If it was any other month other than October, I would be super into it. <laughs> and it's coming out October the 13th, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, is that true? That's right. I think that might be a Friday. Let me check that out. But anyway, it's coming out in October, long story short. <laughs> Mm. so it's like but that game looks really good too if it was any other month other than the month with all the games that it's coming out with i would say yeah sure i'd give that game a shot but now it's like i only have x amount of money it's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean even if i did have all the money in the world it's like well i also have a very finite amount of time to do anything so uh yeah <laughs> i gotta be gotta pick and choose that for for my budget's sake necessarily but it's like it's yeah. like I I've got to make time for shit after I buy it. And just to confirm, yes, because I I even remember when we were reviewing E3 about how that's the perfect release date for it. But uh, Evil Within Two comes out Friday the thirteenth in October. Okay, which is one of those. Yeah, that's that's actually really cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so oh, it's a stack month. So I'm actually really looking forward to I'm looking forward to doing the episode the prep and trying to figure out who goes where in a, in our top 10 or whatever is going to be a little on the difficult side. So yeah, <laughs> look forward to that folks. And with that, we've got a ton of news to go over because we've been yeah. for a while. So let's head on to it. Joe, let's start <laughs> off with the first bit of news. All right. Uh, actually, I'm going to start off with uh, NPD numbers for August 20. 20- 17. Uh, that came out 10 days ago, <laughs> so I figured we should talk about it. All right. All right. Um, so it seems that uh, things are up. Good months for EA also, apparently. Uh, let's go with overall software sales first. Um, and unsurprisingly, Madden NFL 18 leads the charge for games overall. Um, people like the Madden. Uh, football is real popular. There you go. <laughs> um, GTA 5, number two. Who God damn it, just... That's just, there's no stopping GTA 5. At number two? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Uncharted The Lost Legacy debuted at number three. Uh, just for you, at, a, at $40, uh, a new Uncharted game, and it still debuted under, <laughs> under the three-year, three-year-old GTA 5. Uh, so, like, do they even need to make Red Dead Redemption <laughs> 2? <too>? I mean, <laughs> you know, like, people were like, oh, man, does this mean we'll ever see a single-player uh, DLC for GTA 5, and then at this point, it's like, will we ever see GTA 6? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> fuck. Um, man, uh, that game is quite the juggernaut. I was, I was, trying, was it being given out for free last month and I missed oh, it? People, I mean, it goes on sale, it seems like, every few weeks now, but, you know, people can get it for, like, 30 or 40 bucks, but it's... <laughs> you think people? You think we've hit a, a saturation point at some point? But yeah, uh, you, you think people would have ha- have bought it by now? Uh, yeah, at this point, you think okay, everyone's got one now. <laughs> we can slow this down. Um, last I checked, they were at like eighty million or some shit. So, Lord, yeah, I think like I said, from like Minecraft, um, like it's 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 got it's got a pretty legit claim to to one of the very best selling games of all time. So. Man, all right. Number four is Splatoon 2. Uh, number five, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Rainbow Six. Oh, Two Nintendo games in the top five. Not bad. 
Yeah, um, and uh, with Nintendo specifically, um, these do not include digital sales, so um, pretty, yeah, all the more impressive. Uh, as the other games on this list include digital sales. Um, let's see, Rainbow Six Siege is a number six, uh, fittingly enough. Uh, Mario Kart 8 at number seven, uh, not fittingly enough. Uh, <laughs> Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered is at number eight. Now they're selling that uh, separately from, uh, what was it, Infinite Warfare. Uh, Crash Bandicoot and the Insane Trilogy at number nine, and Overwatch rounding out the top ten. Crash Bandicoot is still hanging in there. God damn. Yeah, uh, people seem to think that. Um, so there it is. Like, I, I got to say, like, even going back, I was like, uh, even though I was like, you know, the nostalgia side of me was like, oh, awesome at E3 when they announced this initially. I was like, but is it really going to sell that well? Yeah, apparently it is. It, <laughs> <laughs> apparently it's selling super well. So good, good on them. Yeah, um, and the note on uh, Uncharted, uh, The Lost Legacy, is that it stands, or it's only counting standalone sales, like the actual $40 copy. So, oh. when people, so when people bought, you know, the digital deluxe edition of Uncharted 4, or as we did, bought the Explorer's Pack, uh, that's not counted in, in these sales. I'm actually wondering about how many people were like us and bought that Explorer's Pack and took away from that, number, <laughs> unfortunately. I, I would assume a few people did. Yeah. Um, but... I mean, it's not like fucking Naughty Dog or Sony are, are going to starve because of that. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be all right. It's like we stole those copies, you know. We still gave them fucking 25 bucks, you know. Yeah, it's not like she was like, you only made the top three, not number one. Inconceivable. <laughs> <laughs> Fired. <laughs> yeah, and uh, man, as far as GTA Five is concerned, uh, it. We've got we've got a, a note for that here as well. Uh, GTA Five, uh, according to uh, to to a, an analyst here, says GTA Five has now been on the market 49 months and has achieved 41 top 10 chart appearances, uh, 16 more times than any other single title in reported history. Uh, in addition, GTA Five is the all-time best-selling game by both revenue and units tracked, uh, and in units and tracked sales across PC, console, and portable with digital and packaged combined. So as far as the MPD is concerned, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, GTA 5 has made a fucking lot of money. Yeah, I guess so. God damn. Uh, I don't know what to say. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's the number three best-selling game uh, for 2017 so far. Um, like top ten, that's one thing, but three? Like, what, yeah. what, what was it, two dollars? <laughs> <laughs> And over the last 12 months, uh, so since uh, August 2016, it's the number four best-selling game. Uh, yeah. Man, uh, that's impressive. I, I can't dispute that. <laughs> um, as far as hardware is concerned, uh, yeah, it seems that the Switch is the best-selling platform uh, for August 2017. It's been kind of going back and forth uh, with the PS4 since it launched in March. Um yeah, except for May and June, uh, uh, the PS4, where the PS4 was the best-selling, uh, you know, platform. It's been it's been a top seller since it debuted. Uh, oh, wait till Monster Hunter World comes out, my friend. Trust me, that's going to spike right up in Japan. <laughs> uh, well, that's going to be in January. <laughs> um, they just need, PS4 just needs to hold out a little longer. I, and, I think they can do it. <laughs> you know, if if, if, uh, if Nintendo can ramp up production in time for the holiday season, when uh, when all them people will be looking for that Mario game, uh, they got a Mario bundle coming as well. So it's like, 
Yeah, it was like with two red red Joy Cons, if I'm not. Yeah, right. and I think they're gonna be a sl- they're gonna be a slightly different shade of red as well. They're yeah, I think be... it, I believe it was slightly darker red. Yeah, closer to to, to like like to closer to Mario red, if, if you want to put a put a term on it. How terrible is it that I'm jealous of that color? It's like, oh, that looks so good. <laughs> it's slightly redder, Welcome. It's, it's my favorite color, Joe. <laughs> um, maybe they'll sell those controllers separately, but I wouldn't hold my breath on it. But oh, Since we're talking... I guess you'll, guess you'll just have to buy a whole new console. Model. By the way, speaking of uh, console bundles, just to get and just to get the story out of the way, <laughs> uh, have you seen the Monster Hunter PS4 Pro bundle that there is? I- I have, Malcolm, and it's it's, it's a handsome unit. That is beautiful. It, that is so beautiful. It was here in America. I'd already be making plans to trade in my original <laughs> PS4 for it because it looks so good. Like especially the controller. The controller is dynamite. Like, yeah, uh, man. Like I'm just kind of surprised at Sony's lack of, or at least here in the in the states, their lack of interest in bundling uh, pro units with stuff. Um, like obviously, you know, obviously uh, Destiny Two has a pro uh, bundle, but aside from that, it's like you've got Call of Duty, you know, World War Two or WW Two, whatever. Uh, that's getting a, a slim bundle uh, with the kind of flash paint. Uh, you know, GT Sport, Grand Turismo Sport is getting a pro or not a pro bundle, like a slim bundle as well. It's like what the fuck? <laughs> like these are games that are that should be like showpieces for what the pro can do, and you're just bundling it with the regular slim it doesn't make any sense. Um, I mean, I can kind of understand. I'm guessing they are thinking, well, Monster Hunter isn't gonna, doesn't have quite the presence it does in Japan. I mean, fair, but still, that, that's 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 a, a lovely looking unit. My God, yeah. I really hope at least they sell the controller out here because that controller is dynamite once again. But. <laughs> yeah, uh, interestingly, um, I guess to kind of continue on this story here. Um, this PS4 is coming out in December, which is like a full month before. Uh, December 7th, uh, well over a month uh, before the worldwide January 26, 2018 release. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, I guess. Oh, well, it includes a code, I guess, for the full game that will unlock uh, on launch day. So I guess that, there you go. Besides, if you look at that that console and controller, it is just magnificent. Like, <laughs> fucking, that is artwork right there. Yeah, that is, that is actual legit beautiful art uh, that they that they put on that. Like Japan gets the good stuff, goddamn it. Yeah, they do. They God. get they get pretty looking consoles. They don't get microtransaction out the ass in their games. Like I'm sure they, I'm sure they do. I don't know. It's like I was thinking about it because you know microtransactions are going to be a subject in the show at some point, folks. Little spoiler there. But <laughs> I was like thinking about like uh, Persona Five, the Yakuza games, and like near all these like cherished games. Like granted, they may have something you can purchase, but they don't microtransaction out the ass either so it's uh, well there's nothing there's nothing that the american public loves more than grinding under the gears of capitalism so uh, i guess by the way every 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 game i mentioned by the way is in our tournament so fancy that but (laughs) Uh, man um you know one of the beautiful things about tacoma is just how much it hates capitalism (laughs) pretty, pretty good Oh man! All right, but yeah, we got some. Th- going going back to the Switch, uh, Mario that that bundle looked great. Uh, even the Amiibos look great. Which, like, granted, it's pretty much DLC made physical form, but at least you can apply it to like multiple games, which is actually pretty innovative. I feel. Mm. And on top of that, like 
I was looking at the Amiibos, especially for Link, Inca, but where they're doing the four Guardians. Meanwhile, Mario, it has the Wedding Day stuff, which is still a whole interesting thing. But Bowser, T- Toadstool, and uh, Mario all decked out. That's yeah. up, uh, yeah. And and they're pretty good. In like I. Like, people collect Funko Pops, and I have no idea why, because, you know... <laughs> They're fucking hideous, bro. Exactly! Like, at least these have some detail and some objective use, aside from just looking good. I mean... <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, by, by the way, since I hate to add more news stories, but I, I at least wanted your opinion on a certain subject. Mm. Uh, the news recently broke while we were on break that, officially, Mario is no longer a, pl- a plumber. He just does cool stuff. <laughs> That's his bio. Uh-huh. How, how do you feel about it? Um, well, that would make more sense if he stopped dressing like a fucking plumber, but all right. <laughs> like, I, as uh, somebody was born who, who got that NES back in the day, and, you know, Mario was a plumber, which, you know, in story explained why he works so much with pipes within the game, because, you know, he's a plumber, even though I know plumbers don't do that. But still, <laughs> for five-year-old Malcolm Spinetti, they're like, "Oh, okay." It's like now, but no, Mario is now no longer a plumber. He's now like this generic guy who just does cool shit. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, that uh, and shirtless Mario should not have been as big of a news story as it was, but people need headlines. <laughs> that that Photoshop pic Joe sent me of uh, hairy chested Mario. Hey, that's some character development right there. <laughs> <laughs> he does cool stuff except manscaping. That's for sure. <laughs> oh boy. All right, anyway. Moving on. We, big show. What else we got, Joe? Alright, so I guess we can go ahead and close this Monster Hunter tab. <laughs> got the release date and the PlayStation 4 Pro. Progress. Uh, Alright, um, let's see a couple of things here. Some highlights from TGS. Uh that I I'm not I didn't quite see them as I skimmed uh what you sent me here, but um TGS, Left Alive. Left oh, yeah. Alive. T- no, yeah, TGS was. It kind of came out of nowhere for me. I started, I was like, hey, well, I guess I'm already up. May as well live tweet it from <laughs> the firm up I mean, uh, Twitter I mean... account. <laughs> <laughs> um, and RK, our, our, our good buddy RK, he's like, oh, man, I didn't realize there was a conference today. And I was like, me neither. So <laughs> <laughs> um, I just kind of uh, live tweeted that. And, um, yeah, one of the highlights for me uh, was Left Alive. Uh, which is a, they kind of just announced it at, you know, kind of like listing who was involved. Because the, the teaser trailer they showed during the conference was pretty pretty sparse. Uh, but yeah, Left Alive is actually, it's what, it's a third-party survival action shooter for PS4 uh, and PC. It's come 2018. Um, I guess it's set in the Front Mission series, uh, set between Front Mission 5 and Front Mission Evolved. Um yeah, so obviously the, the the director of the Front Mission series is in there. Uh, but what caught my eye and a lot of people's eye uh, is that um, Yoji Shinkawa, who, who's worked on many, uh, basically every single um, Kojima Productions uh, joint since the original Metal Gear Solid. He did like uh, the did, enemy design or something, right? Uh, he did. He does all the character design, like and all the, that that painted art that you see for for all the games uh, as they come as they come and go. Um, that's him. Like he's got a very distinct art style. So as this trailer was, was coming, was on, and, and it's like, oh, yeah, this looks cool. Um, and then it's like, and Yoji Shinkawa. I was like, wait, what? And then they they show the 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 like the, the art for it. And I was like, whoa, fuck, what the fuck? <laughs> um, so I'm very ex- interested to see uh, just what this is going to be. 
Yeah, they, they described it as like a survival shoot 'em up or survival shooter or something like that. Where it, it was something, I think it was survival shoot 'em up, and but which sounds weird, but yeah, whatever. I'll, I'll give it a shot. I'm sure. <laughs> Some other tidbits here, according to GameSpot, uh, it will mainly be an offline game. Uh, it could have some online elements, but we'll have to wait and see on that. Uh, there are uh, Wanzer writing scenes in stealth. I don't know what a Wanzer is. I guess you'd have to be a, a front mission veteran to know what that means. Uh, the game takes place in Russia in 2127, so we're talking 108 years in the future. Uh, and development is apparently uh, 50% finished, so... Yeah, Russia doesn't get a lo- enough love in games, so this is nice for them. Yeah, people love Russia now, right? <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that the news? Uh, <laughs> Putin's Russia realized. <laughs> but yeah, that looked cool. That was the highlight for me. Um, another highlight for me, uh, Malcolm, and uh, a second bit of tangentially Kojima-related news, uh, was that Konami is is uh, bringing Zone of the Enders to PS4 and VR. This was an interesting twist, because it was like Konami news that I didn't hate, number one. And <laughs> Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, they, they remembered that they made video games at one point. You watch, it'll be a pachinko machine that you put in <laughs> No, Malcolm, it's going to be a, a remake of Zone of the Enders, the second runner, the sequel, uh, the second game, uh, oddly enough. Um, it'll be coming to PlayStation 4 uh, and PlayStation VR um, uh, on, on PlayStation Pro to have, you know, 4K support and this all that. This could be a really big game for VR, too. Yeah, um, it's like, hey, man, get in this fucking mecha and uh, do some shit, fuck some shit up. Yeah, so, yeah, that was it. That was very, it was out of left field. I mean, Ron was, hey, sometimes good things come out of left field. So, yeah, okay, I'm on board. That was the game where the demo for uh, Metal Gear Solid 2 was in, wasn't it? It, That was the original. uh, Oh, okay, okay. Um, But, yes, um, I actually came across it as I was unpacking stuff in my new apartment and, and kind of organizing it. I was like, ah. Got my got my pristine copy of uh, uh, Zone of the Enders and a pristine copy of the Metal Gear Solid 2 demo, uh, which everyone loved and definitely did not swerve anyone when the full game came out. Oh yeah, like when I, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> uh, it wasn't like you played everything that Snake was in right off the bat at all. No, no. <laughs> I remember that because uh, we per- me and my brother we actually like went splitsies because we wanted to play uh, Metal Gear Solid Two. We played that, and uh, like a day or two later, he pops in Zone of the Enders, and like I come home from work, and he's like, "You know, this game's pretty cool." <laughs> <laughs> like you're in a goddamn mech. Like get the fuck out! And we're like, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like uh, it, I feel like that, and the other famous Trojan horse. Uh, of recent memory would be uh, Crackdown, with which which people bought only because it came with a with the Halo Three beta. Everyone's like, "Well, I gotta guess. I guess I gotta buy this fucking Crackdown game, whatever this is." Uh, and then they bought it and played it. It's like, well, actually, this game's really fucking good. <laughs> this game's a lot of fucking fun. Oh man! All right, but that sounds cool. Uh, I'm curious to see what they do with it, especially uh, the VR stuff. So I'll keep an eye on it. Yeah. All right. Well, what other news came from TGS? Uh, other TGS news because there was a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, from a highlight for me, not necessarily because I played the game, but because I'll finally get a chance to play it. Um, despite my PS1 copy over here, 
that I can look at and grab anytime. <laughs> uh, but Final Fantasy IX is out now on PlayStation 4. Yeah, uh, once again, <laughs> left field. Just like, yeah, go get it. <laughs> yeah, like that, that That trailer started playing uh, during TGS, and everyone's like, huh? <laughs> and it's like, yeah, it, it'll be out later today. It's like, huh? <laughs> uh, and at first I thought, it was like, oh, okay, that's cool for Japan because, you know, it's TGS. Uh, but no, it, it came, it was, it's out everywhere, uh, you know, North America as well. So it's, yeah, fantastic. I believe it's it's currently right now, as of this recording, still on the launch launch week sale price i believe it's 20 percent off um so if you want to grab it for slightly cheaper you can go ahead and do that right now um on psn yeah but it seems to be the same treatment that final fantasy 7 got a little while ago where it's got limited trophy support uh i believe it's got it's it's got it's stretched out to 16 by 9 i think Mm -hmm. uh and yeah yeah, if you just want to experience the story, I think you can just like level up with a button or something like that. It's like yeah, something like that. It's like yeah, all right, that's fine. Turn off encounters, just run right up to the boss, you know. <laughs> and which is cool, like that. That's uh, one of my favorite Final Fantasies, right there. That that came out at a time where you had seven, which was more of a modernized Final Fantasy, and then came eight, where you're driving a bloody car at one point. Uh, I mean, it also came out when I believe the PS2 was already out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no, no. That was the last PS. Yeah, that was the last Final Fantasy for PS One when it came out originally. Yeah, because uh, it came out in two thousand, I believe. Yeah. Uh, so if if the PS Two wasn't already out, people were definitely ramping up for it. Uh, yeah, it was a strange time to release that game, kind of like with Final Fantasy Twelve. Yeah. Uh, a while later, uh, between the PS Two year again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was like. A return to form, so to speak. Final Fantasy IX. Okay, we played all that modernized mecha garbage. All right, let's return to a simpler time, fantasy style one. Final Fantasy, and it was like it was. It's a little treasure. It's a little chestnut, which I really, really love. So, yeah, de- definitely. If you if you enjoyed the first game, no reason not to get it again. So, absolutely. Final Fantasy is also one of those games where you'll buy like fifteen times, like every Mario. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's like every time I, I bought Chrono Trigger, it's like, yeah, I guess I'm fucking buying Chrono Trigger again. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not gonna, like, I sure as hell don't have the fucking 70 hours to put into it again, but I'm definitely going to buy it every chance I get. Oh, man. All right, so what else happened at TGS? Uh, let's see. Another interesting bit of news here is that, uh, yeah, because this, yeah, it's been a little while since the game came out originally, but Dragon's Crown is covered in PS4 uh, with a version called Dragon's Crown Pro. Um, yeah, so that's going to be a a nice, a, an up-res version of Dragon's Crown, basically. Um, and That Amazonas' yeah. butt will be in full 4K <laughs> HD. <laughs> Finally. Uh, and, uh, yeah, what's cool is that the game is going to have uh, cross-play support with the other versions. Oh, nice. Uh, with PS3 and, uh, with, and Vita. Or at least that's the impression I got based on what they showed. Um I remember that, that that was a rough game because at first, like, all you could be like, okay, could you make the boobs a little smaller, maybe? Some of these <laughs> <Nah>. characters. <laughs> but then you played it and was like, actually, this is a pretty competent side-scrolling beat-em-up. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really fun. Um, turns out that Vanillaware is pretty good at what they do over there. Makers of Odin Sphere, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, um, yeah, that's, that's indeed correct. Um, <laughs> Don't sound shocked when you say that. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that's actually right, Malcolm. <laughs> Good job. Um, and that's not even the only Vanilla Word news coming out of TGS. Um, they've got another game uh, that they 
that they showed off uh, an all new game. It's called Thirteen Sentinels uh, Aegis Rim. Aegis Rim. I'm not sure how to pronounce Aegis. it. A e g i s. I know. It's not a word that that I say out loud a whole lot, so I don't know how to actually pronounce it. Um, but um, yeah, it's an upcoming sci-fi game. Uh, it has been confirmed for Western release, uh, which is nice because uh, the game looked really nice. It's um, you know it's 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 kind of in the it's it's reminiscent of all the other vanilla war games that you've seen. You know, very nice painted looking you know two D sprites uh, and backgrounds and and whatnot. Uh, but not a whole lot is known about the game. Oh, right now. Um, but it's got walking to the right. It's got plenty of that. It does have plenty of that. Um, but yeah, it, the, the difference between, you know, the games that they usually make, which are more kind of like fantasy focused, uh, is that this will be taking place in a futuristic sci-fi setting, it seems, uh, with an emphasis on mechs. Um, yeah, and you can just look at it and you know right off the bat, yep, this is definitely Vanillaware. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They've got, they've, 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 they've cultivated a very distinct, uh, style. house style, if yeah. you will. Mm. Um, so, you know, looking at a vanilla word game, you, you'll, you know, them when you see them, um, hold on confirmed. You can also run to the right as well. Hot damn. <laughs> Various feeds. So, yeah. I mean, it'll be an interesting game. I mean, anything that ends with a giant mech that also walks to the right very slowly, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the fucking rules, Malcolm giant mechs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> By the way, did you see the anything for, about a game called City Shrouded in Darkness? Uh, no, why? It's an interesting game that you know very few people few people know about, but it's being made in Japan because of course. But mm-hmm. uh, the premise is that you're this dude in a city, and every monster you can think of decides to attack it one day, and you have to survive until morning. And by monsters. And I'm not shitting you. Godzilla, Gamera, Ultraman, Angels from Neon, Genesis, Evangelion. Uh, it's got Mecha Godzilla. It's got like pretty much every kaiju you can actually think of. So much so that you're wondering how did they get the rights to do this movie? It's like, <laughs> it's like imagine what Ready Player One is for the 80s, but if they only focused on kaiju. That's what this game is. <laughs> <laughs> So it's an interesting game. Like if you were were to look for it, I think I believe it's City Shrouded. It's either in Darkness or Mystery. I'm, it'll pop up if you like search for it. But they've already got like 16 minute trailers, and you can already see Ultraman fighting other things, and you can like walk almost as close as the heel of Ultraman while he's engaging these other monsters and stuff. It's it's a very interesting idea. Let's just say we'll see how it how it pans out as a game. Anyway, enough about that. Well, anything else you have to say about uh, Thirteen Signals Aegis? Uh, no, no, that's, that's um, when you're racist about... against old people, folks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, all right, moving on. Uh, let's see. There's also a a new trailer for Dissidia Final Fantasy NT, which showed that yes, of course, the very popular character from the very popular recent Final Fantasy 15, uh, Noctis, will be joining the fray. Um, along with all the other uh, characters from across the Final Fantasy uh, spectrum, so and he looks excited cool. for that. Yeah, and uh, we also finally got a release date for this game, or at least tentatively. Yeah, that'll be out January uh, 2018. Was there a specific date? 30th. All right, January 30th. Right. Which is interestingly enough, not the only Japanese game that's going to come out uh, that that month or probably that week. So say. <laughs> <laughs> 
but yeah, I've been keeping my eye on this for a little while. Like I played the heck out of uh Dissidia on PSP back in that golden age. So, <laughs> so I I'm very curious. Like the game looks beautiful. It, it looks awesome and uh it's cool watching all these uh characters like when they announced that Ramza from Tactics was in there, I was like, Oh man. <laughs> Love that game. And uh, I'm actually a really big Noctis fan, so this is actually really cool for me that he's in the game. And so, yeah, I- I'm digging it so far. Uh, whether I'll have enough money from recouping from freaking October by then, we'll see. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. All right. Uh, anything else you wanted to add on this one, bud? Uh, no. All right. Moving on. All right. Uh, another bit of uh, TGS news here is that there was another trailer for the Fist of the North Star game that Sega's working on. Uh, what's it called? Hokuto ga Gotoku. Is that correct? Yeah, so yeah, it's around there. Yeah, like the <laughs> fist of the. Um, the game looks. Yeah, the first fist of North Star um, is what it's based on. Yeah, which um, is a very popular one of my favorite. Actually, probably the first anime I ever saw was the Fist of the North Star. That, for those of you who don't remember, that's the one where it's post-apocalyptic and a guy has the ability, has this martial arts ability where he strikes your pressure points as well as punching you and that makes your head explode. Yep, as, as is wont to happen. <laughs> it, it's uh, very popular, made famous by this movie that was insanely graphic for its time. Like nowadays, it's like, eh, but you know, back then in the 70s, I was like, oh, holy shit. <laughs> I can see his head coming to pieces. And... Uh, it's a very cherished anime, especially over in Japan. So, and this is actually made by the same people who made the Yakuza games, as uh, as they showed <laughs> off in a very out of left field. All of TGS was out of left field. Not another thing about it, but essentially, at one moment you're looking at Kiryu, and then he's he punches a guy, and all of a sudden his head explodes. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then all of a sudden he's Kenshin, or it's, you know, excuse me, Ken, and uh, we're in Fist of the North Star, and we're off to the races. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the game looks great. It's basically the same engine they were using to make uh, the uh, Yakuza games. Looks like it's got some mini game where you're making drinks, cause sure. And uh, aside from <laughs> that, it's like you know, it's I don't want to say because some people get a negative thing, but the whole Dynasty Warriors trope. But uh, essentially, that's what it is. You're fighting <laughs> tons of people as ones to do when you can. So. And they've also been showing off character models from all the uh, f- popular characters, which if you follow Fizz of the North Star, you know who they are. Rao, Toki, Jaggy, all the like. So I'm actually super excited about it. I don't know if we're going to get it here. Do you, did they say? Uh, no. And uh, unless they retitle it, I don't see them doing that. <laughs> uh. It'll be like uh, Hokuto no whatever. Like It's called Hokuto no Ken, which... It, Hokuto Shinken, excuse me, which is Fist yeah. of the North Star. So it'll, that Hokuto stuff will just be Fist of the North Star, Ken's Revenge, or whatever like that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it, it, there was a game brought over here. It's kind of interesting because before, like, if you notice with the Yakuza game, it's usually like a good year before it shows off because that's how long they fret about bringing it over before they do. And However, the Yakuza 0 and Kiwami have both done, as far as I can tell, really good. Like yeah. su- surprisingly better than that what they were expecting. So uh, I feel like they're starting to get more and more open. Okay, there is an audience for this over here, so maybe we should bring this. So <laughs> I hope so. And got some great Yakuza news, which I'm sure Joe will hit on and before 
well, it may be a while because there was a lot of shit talked about. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, Fist of the North Star, sure. Sign me up. I, I don't yeah. know if you have any memory. Did you ever watch the anime as a kid, uh, Joe? Nope. Mm, well, it's what I, 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 back when you could just burn CDs and, in other words, copy. <laughs> I, uh, I told Malcolm. You, uh, <laughs> uh, allegedly, but anyway, uh, <laughs> I, I, one of these days I might mail you the anime and you can take a look at it. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's a uh, great. It's graphic. Word is that the you know they do censor a, a bit of the blood and gore, but word is that there was a censorless copy that was burned down in a studio fire unfortunately <laughs> maybe that was just god stepping in i don't know but <laughs> like calling an audible uh all right anyway moving on joe uh let's see here um i think that's all i got for tgs i'm i'm i mean i'm trying to t- trim this down a little bit okay. um could i just talk about your yakuza kiwami too then all right what came out of tgs for that then all right uh Basically, more info. We did get a trailer, which uh, or just it's hard to tell when. When did TGS start? Was it this this week or were they? Uh, it was last week. Last was week. week. Okay. Yeah. So I assume that's where they announced that and Fist of the North Star. In fact, it was a trailer that began as part of Yakuza, I believe, for six, where they announced a new character or something like that. Oh, no way, it can't be Yakuza six. But anyway, they announced a new character for Yakuza. Don't know what they're going to do with that guy. Uh, but they showed off Yakuza Kiwami 2, which is essentially a redo of uh, Yakuza 2, which is a very popular one. Where start where the bad guy that one is uh, Ryuji Goto, who is essentially an evil version of Kiryu, the main character. Which, uh, <laughs> which of course that that whole thing is always really really interesting. He, in many regards, people still think of him as the bad guy for. Kiryu, so it was, as uh, you know, a lot of people wish he would come back. He was actually in Yakuza Zero, making like a guest appearance uh, there as a young kid, which was actually pretty fun. But anyway, <laughs> so uh, Kiwami came out not too long ago. In fact, it came out towards the end of August. And uh, at first, uh, even I thought this uh, that uh, it was just simply an HD remake. But no, they actually go out of their way to add a lot of stuff to it, like new styles, new missions. They even add new story parts to explain uh, how did this character get from this to this that we simply didn't get in the original game and also ties in a bit of stuff from Yakuza 0 to sort of make it a complete story slash package. So Mm -hmm. they actually did enough stuff that, you know, I wouldn't have blamed them, you know, after witnessing some of it. I wouldn't have blamed them if they went went the full $60 with it, but they're like, no, 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 here, $30, you can have it. They're like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So this is going to get the, uh, get the same treatment. Uh, You could like, I believe this game is coming out in the end of December in Japan, which probably means like in another six months to a year, it'll come here to the United States. Uh, But they're adding more story to explain stuff, and they're even adding parts where you play as Goro Mijima, because as Yakuza Zero showed, hey, we like playing some, we like Goro, let's play him. And (laughs) you get some of his story, there's like a lot of callbacks to Yakuza Zero as well, once again, fleshing out the story a little bit better. And you find out what happened on Goro's side and his rise to power as well, where 
really in the first game, in the first Yakuza 2, he, he was just sort of there. Like, you played him for a little bit, and you thought he was an asshole, but in Yakuza 2, you get that him and Kiryu have some kind of kinship, but he just sort of pops out, and you have no idea where and how and why he popped up there, so this is going to flesh that out, which is really, really cool, and because, you know, that character is really awesome, so I'm happy he's getting some attention. Uh, I'm assuming we'll get more of the same treatment that Kiwami gave to Yakuza 1 to Yakuza 2, where some story bits are added on to flesh out the story even more, which was already a pretty epic story as it was. So looking for, I'm really, really looking forward to it. And uh, I, if you haven't, like, whether you get Yakuza 0 or, or Kiwami, either is a great jumping po- point into the... Uh, the game, I feel like I recommend starting zero, but you know, you can still play one and get like a lot of little things. Like, but you play zero, you get all the little story beats fleshed out. And uh, uh, I could go on about zero, but anyway, folks, <laughs> this is a great franchise. Go check it out. Uh, be excited for Kiwami 2. Maybe we'll get a Kiwami 3, 4, 5 if, as well, even though we're going to get six, like in le- first, which is going to be weird. Because we're going from one to six. It's like, uh, but anyway. <laughs> so, anyway, Joe, that, that was my little Yakuza bit. Uh, what, what else have we got this week? Or- uh, let's see. Um, I didn't see anything new for it at, at TGS, but Dragon Ball Fighter Z Woo! Uh, Fighters, um, you know, they showed off some new characters. Of course, some, some you know, some, uh, you know, people that... People fans will be familiar with, um, but they also revealed uh, an all-new original character just for this game, uh, Android Twenty One, uh, who looks actually pretty cool. Um, yeah, like uh, on the somewhat you know poopy side, you know, this is sort of feels like they realize, oh wow, we only have like one female character, we need to make another one. But uh, on the flip side of it, this is really cool because number one, the character was actually created by Akira Toriyama who is, of course, the creator and writer behind Dragon Ball Z. And are you still there, Joe? I am. I'm just muting my mic because someone just said that they're going to just run their leaf blower before the actual autumn uh, leaves hit the ground. Uh, so I'm trying to limit that. As you do. All right. Uh, but anyway, he's playing. she was created by Akira Toriyama. So, you know, the, she's, in a sense, canon, which is, like, really cool. She was... Uh, there are already fan theories going around that, because uh, you see, and just to get a little Dragon Ball nerdy for you, uh, Android 16 was actually a creation of this uh, mad scientist called Dr. Jiro in the, uh, pr- in the Android saga of Dragon Ball. However, the 16 was actually based on the character's son, or Jiro's son, when he was killed in an accident, so he basically turned him into a robot. So there are already uh, fan theories going around, especially when you find out that Android 21 is as smart, if not smarter, than Jiro. And she's also very visibly wearing a wedding ring on one of her hands that maybe she was uh, Dr. Jiro's wife that Jiro made into an android as well. Uh, many people are assuming that that's the deal, but no word official out once again. That's just a popular fan fan theory and we haven't seen any gameplay a gameplay footage of her in combat though one would assume that she's going to be in the game in some way indeed um yeah it's a cool looking character uh but you know we got that like somebody needs to write into us and let us know is it dragon ball fighters or is it dragon ball fighter z 
Like, <laughs> I'm stuck. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go ahead and call it Fighter Z because the idea of calling it Fighters uh, <laughs> is just profoundly stupid to me. So I'm going with Fighter Z. Okay, right on, right on. Um, we also got some other Dragon Ball news. Did you want to go into that, Joe? Other Dragon Ball news? What else? Uh, what else we got here? Uh, we finally else. got some gameplay footage slash announcements of uh, several new fighters of the game, like Yamcha, who uh-huh. most famous for dying during the Saiyan arc, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's in the game uh, with a close range focus. Uh, he's a classic character of the series. We also got Tenshin Han or Tien, uh, and uh, he's notable because. Uh, Series regular Chaozu is actually it's like sort of an Android sixteen seventeen situation, where even though the primary fighter you play as the sixteen seventeen will butt in for super moves and help you out. Uh, same thing with Chaozu, so uh, NTN. So that'll be pretty interesting. Uh, hmm. We also got let's see, I feel like I'm missing one, and but Yamcha and Tien at the very least were announced and will be playable characters in the game. So that's a pretty good big announcement. I'm going to look at, look through Skype really quick to see if uh, there was... A, I feel like there was one more fighter that was announced that I can't remember. Mm-hmm. So as far as Dragon Ball Z, that, that's shaping up to be something cool, I feel. so. Yeah, that'll be out in February, I think. Um, and... Um... Yeah, I think they're going to be – they just ran a beta um, for a closed beta that people were lucky enough to get into. And I think they're going to run another one uh, before the game is out uh, in January uh, for those who pre-order. So look forward to all of that. Yeah, that was a game I was sold on like literally as soon as it was announced. Like, like oh, my God, this is like the best thing at this freaking Microsoft. <laughs> it looks so good. Um, every time I see new videos of it, it's like, God, man, the game just looks so dynamic. Yeah, it looks like something's cut straight out of the anime, too, which also is really, really awesome. <laughs> All right, the character I was thinking of was 21, which we just discussed, so there we go. Fantastic. All right, so keep an eye out for that. Uh, I, I think Fighter Z is going to turn a lot of heads when it comes out, as, once again, it's made by the same people who are responsible for Guilty Gear and Blaze Blue, which are actually really, really dynamic games that don't get enough credit. So. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm really really stoked, especially since Akira Toriyama appears to be on board with this game. So yeah, all right, moving on. All right, so the next bit of news here that I've got, um, not TGS related, but probably the biggest news, maybe potentially, uh, is that on Thursday, September 28th, Rockstar Games will be dropping some information uh, about Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, uh, the, the the tweet that they dropped was basically just an image saying, "Hey, <laughs> Thursday, September twenty eighth, uh, eleven a.m. Eastern mm. stuff." <laughs> That's it. Um, yeah, so I'm assuming that uh, the game this will be when they finally. I mean, a it'll be another trailer, I'm sure. Um, hopefully, they will attach a a firm release date to to the end of it. Um, you would think. Yeah, because that game was uh, due for fall 2017 originally when it was uh, when it was originally announced, but pretty much like six weeks after, they're like, actually, spring is probably closer to what we're actually doing here. Um, for those of you who may not remember, when me and Joe did our predictions on what would be the top four seeds uh, for our for our game of the year tournament back at the beginning of the year, my pit number one was Mass Effect Andromeda. Ha ha on me. 
And Joe's number one was, uh, <laughs> of course, Red Dead Redemption 2, which is as solid as you would get. The only thing that stopped him was, of course, Rockstar saying, nope. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so, so I'm hoping at the very least we get a release date. That would be great. Um, is there any chance we get an extended gameplay footage? Uh, I would certainly think so. Um, well, I mean, Rockstar tends to show more. Their 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 things are typically cinematic, so um, their trailers are typically cinematic. So I don't know what. Uh, I don't think that we'll see like, oh, like here's how we fucking here's some horse riding or whatever. It's like, yeah, we know horse riding. <laughs> um, I think it'll just be to kind of show off how game, how how good the game looks, um, which I I suspect will be very good. All right, moving on. All right, moving on. Um, I clicked the wrong window there. That's not very good. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, so it turns out a lot of people are playing Destiny 2. Um, that game had, at one point, uh, 1.2 million uh, concurrent players. Um, that's a lot. Yeah, that's... I mean, yeah, there's no breakdown of, of like, how many people per platform uh, necessarily, but, yeah, Bungie was, uh, yeah, a little while ago, like, yeah, 1.2 million concurrent players uh, online for Destiny 2. Holy shit, that's a lot. <laughs> and that's not even with the PC release. PC has, PC releases are even not yet, as far as I know. So once that's out, um, even more people will be on board. Because um, I know Destiny 2, or the, the original Destiny, um, uh, that was a game people really wanted to play on PC, but that just never happened. But yeah, Destiny 2. Um, yeah, that looks like um, Destiny 2 sounds like a hell of a game, if I'm being honest. Really? Yeah. Um, from what I gather, um, people are like, yeah, this is kind of what Destiny should have been all along. It's like, oh, okay. Because <laughs> I, I certainly liked the idea of Destiny when they announced that and then they showed it off originally. Uh, and then, you know, the game came out and it is what it is. But yeah, I'm. Uh, I wonder about I wonder about Destiny 2, Malcolm. I do. Like, uh, I've talked to RK about it. He's really, really high on the game. Uh, I have friends who play it quite a bit. Uh, there are some little things that do that I've heard that do, you know, get the whole nerves going. Like, did you hear what they did with shaders? No. Okay, so in the first game, you got a shader, and it basically gave your character a unique look and it covered every bit of armor armor and uh i forget if it did your weapon or not so i won't speculate but i uh, basically adjusted the look so if you like red you got like these shades of red or you got like these combo of colors and whatnot and if you didn't like it you just switched back to whatever you were using before and you could flip-flop whenever you felt like it so in destiny 2 uh number one you can color the shaders work per piece of armor so you could do your gauntlets, you can do your chest, and you can do your legs. And uh, helmet, of course, too, as well as your weapons this time around. And uh, so you had to use it each time, And which at first you're like, oh, okay, well, that sounds like a little arduous, but okay. So to make my character look, I just need to click on it each time with this one shader. Yeah, about that. Um, shader's a one-time use now. Oh, all right. And uh, they're also a big feature of their microtransaction center, which... Pretty much, it seems, has, like, this corporate center in your hub base uh, called something Enterprises, I forget. And you can go right up to it, and it'll connect you right to the, the uh, PSN store to buy currency to make attempts at buying, like, these random loot boxes that can contain multiple things, <laughs> including shaders. Hmm. So, on that front, it's, uh, eh. but at the same time... I, <laughs> 
I've heard also that you know that the the, uh, the levels are really really awesome. The guns are still fantastic to use. They actually have a villain this time around that uh, you know gives you very very good reason to want to go and like take him out. Um, and so it, it flip flops. I could talk to you on and off about things I've heard that I liked about this new game and things I've heard that I didn't. Uh, I would I, I am interested in trying it. It's one of those like I'm trying to save money right now but you know <laughs> it's it i i do agree oh. with you that that's the overall sentiment is like this is what the first game should have been like so that's good yeah um yeah i mean the game is available at redbox um so if you want to check that out that way oh sweet um, yeah you can check that out same with marvel vs. capcom uh infinite um i just can't find they unfortunately there just aren't as many red boxes near me uh, at my new place as were before uh so i got to kind of make a trek uh, to find either of those games, but uh, yeah, those are two games I, I kind of want to check out at least via Redbox to see what 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 the actual what 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 are the heps with those particular titles. Mm, maybe now's the time to boot up that GameFly uh, account. Maybe uh, finally get into that free month or whatever. Um. <laughs> All right. What else has got announced this month? Um, let's see. Speaking of microtransactions, um, you didn't put it in this list, but I figure it's rough. You sent it to me yesterday. Yep. Um, NBA 2K18. Um, for for the most, as far as you know, as far as you know, basketball games go. Um, another good one, NBA 2K18. The only problem is that some, um, and you know, reviewed as such, but one review uh, was a three out of ten, I believe, out of the six axes. Um, mm-hmm. They gave it a three out of ten. Um, because of the fact that the game is just fucking lousy with fucking microtransactions more than ever, um, you know, and that, that's a game that that's had you know, um, or a franchise that's had uh, microtransactions for or for a while now, but apparently they they've only become more and more prominent uh, as each edition comes out um, to the point, I guess, this year where it's like, yeah, like every little thing about your character is basically behind. <laughs> uh, you have to use you know virtual currency for. Uh, and you can either grind like a motherfucker to get those uh, in game for free, or you can, or you're, or what happens is that apparently you're pressured um, constantly to like, hey, how about you just buy some currency instead? It's like, oh god. <laughs> this, this is pretty much what we were scared is going to end up happening with Shadow of War. It's like to do anything, like to give you an idea, like haircuts. Typically, with games like this, you would purchase it once. And you could then flip-flop between that and whatever haircuts or hairstyles you bought before. Nope. Mm-hmm. Now it's treated like a barbershop where you buy it, you get to keep you, – you're using it. But if you switch, you have to rebuy that haircut again to go back to it if you decide. Yeah, and you can't even preview it before. You just kind of like, oh, I guess this sounds like a good haircut. Let me pay him some money for it and use it one time. It's yeah. like, okay. Which is – that's underhanded That's... shit to try to make you waste money so that oh great well i don't like it now i have to grind again to go back to my previous haircut yeah it's like okay well that's fucking ludicrous to say the least <laughs> oh god so yeah it's it's not good it's so uh six axis or, or the uh, reviewer doing the game called him out on it didn't he uh yeah and apparently uh 2k uh did not care for that, and apparently they they got in contact with the website uh, or their editors at least, and told them, "Hey, um, can you not?" <laughs> and for a little while, they actually took the fucking score off of the fucking uh, off the review. Uh, yeah, it was off for like a good night, 
made where they were going back and forth. Essentially, the they, the big issue was uh, they said, well, this because the guy reviewing it actually used the word protest, the fact that they were using it, which apparently yeah. was a big deal. So they said, like, well, we can't, we're going to fight this is uh, because, you know, you can't you do this as a protest, even though that's kind of what happens when you give something a low score, your protest thing happens <laughs> made. But uh, there was a back and forth, and it, the dialogue, like, uh, I, I gave uh, Joe a video that talked about it from Yong Ya, who went into detail on the back and forth about it. It was weird because they were like, because the people at Success is like, they're, you know, 2K isn't pressuring us, but they are suggesting that we take it down. Uh, that, that sounds like they're pressuring you, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seems like you've been pressured, my dude. Um, that seems kind of like the textbook definition of pressuring. <laughs> uh, and, you know, finally, like, and a lot of people are, are saying that it's only because this story caught fire like it did. It were, you know, and just to give you an idea, like, because uh, Sixth Axis is on Metacritic. Metacritic. So yeah. their review, like, to give put in perspective, like, uh, NBA 2K18 was sitting at 84 with their 3 out of 10. When they took it down, it bumped up as high as 87, mm-hmm. which, you know, if, you know, if you're, like, someone who's thinking about buying the game and you just so happen to go to Metacricket on the night that this went down and you saw 87, you know, that's... Yeah, it's three points, but it's a high, not higher number than 84 was. So you're like, oh, maybe I'll buy this game now since it's so high. So, Yeah, so, I mean, it's that's shitty. That sucks. Yeah, and it's it's a showing. Like, I guess it shows, like, you know, maybe me and Joe are in a better place because uh, we don't need to worry about, like, hey, maybe you shouldn't have given it such a low score, mainly because, you know, we're not they're not giving us copies of these games we essentially have to like go out and buy most of the games that we get if not all of them yeah i believe like the surge was like the only game we got for free yeah it, it's uh it's a it's a it's a pretty rare circumstance where we're able to secure review copies <laughs> for things uh here on our, our humble podcast but uh but yeah for by and large the games that we get here uh that we we talk about are are, are games that we pay for out of pocket mm-hmm. um and so we're Right. Yeah. No, no, good. So it's rough when you hear about like a, a site called Six Axis, where it's not IGN, but it's big enough that it's on Metacritic. Metacritic. Right. So it this you know this does not paint 2K in a great light. Let's just say certainly going, not. Where they're going up and like, hey, you really because uh, I also listened to Jim Sterling talk about this. And when he was re- reviewing a game called Rage by by Bethesda, if you remember that game from a while ago, uh, and he gave it a seven out of ten, which he thought was like a pretty respectful thing, and uh, he made a point like they never like come out and try make it like overbearing. They try to be polite about it. Like, hey, are you really sure this game warrants a ten, a seven? I mean, you did say this, this, and this. Maybe it should be up a little bit higher. Like, they try to make you doubt yourself and, like, uh, think, well, maybe I should have put it higher. But, you know, ultimately, he stood he stood his ground. But, yeah, yeah to, like, you know, this game came off my birthday list this year because <laughs> of this review. It's like, oh, God, no. And frickin' A, Shadow of War, don't do this. Don't, don't. <laughs> I swear, if it's like this, uh, like, oh, God, it's going to break my heart, Joe. Um, All right. 
Uh, anything else you wanted to add on this situation? Uh, no. All right. It, it's despicable. You know, 2K is still going to probably sell quite a bit. But, you know, hey, maybe NBA Live can slip through the cracks there and take back. This This is how it starts. <laughs> we'll, we, we've discussed this with, like, you know, with the video game consoles. One console is in the lead, and then all of a sudden they wake up one day and, like, you know, my shit doesn't stink. And they blow <laughs> <it>. <laughs> So, MB- 2K, you have the lead on basketball games now, but keep doing this. See what happens. That's, that's all I'm going to say. I'm not... <laughs> All right. Uh, what else happened? Uh, let's see here. Um, some interesting stuff happened with Fortnite, of all things. Um, Epic Games is uh, – well, it's not free to play right now, but it will be free to play soon. Um, but either way, Epic Games is multiplayer shooter Fortnite um, accidentally for a very short while um, was cross-play between PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, and Epic Games said, oops, and quote-unquote – air quotes here, uh, fixed the problem <laughs> uh, by making it so that Xbox players could only play with Xbox players, PlayStation 4 players could only play with PlayStation 4 players. Uh, that beautiful reality uh, was shot down as soon as it, basically as soon as, as fast as it uh, was accidentally uh, made. But the bear, um, but of course, uh, head of Xbox, Phil Spencer, uh, who's been a big proponent of cross-play uh, between consoles, um, you know, he was asked, He's like, hey, so what do you think about that temporary crossplay uh, between PS4 and Xbox? Um, <laughs> he's like, I, and his reply on Twitter was like, I would have liked to see them leave it on. <laughs> um, yeah. And going back to what I just said a second ago, this I'm telling you, this is how it starts because you know, all I don't know how, but all of a sudden, crossplays become more and more into the conversation. Probably because Xbox and Nintendo seem to be getting along surprisingly well all of a sudden, mm-hmm. and Sony, who is starting to, I'm telling you, they're starting to think my shit doesn't stink right now because they've got <laughs> such a high lead. They're like, you know, yeah, you know, nah, we're not gonna do, we're not gonna sign on board. It's like, like Sony, you've won. Like, honest to God, like, if you want my opinion on this, Joe, like, they could just say sure to X because I know why they're fighting it. They don't, they, they want people to think, well, if I want to play with my friends, I need a uh, PS4. But honestly, I think they could just flip the switch on the whole cross-play thing. And just with their library alone, I still think they would hold a substantial lead. Mm. But no, they're going to be a curmudgeon <laughs> about this whole thing. Yeah. And it's not going to happen now because Xbox, let's be frank, they need to step up their library game just a little bit here. But if they start knocking, getting some dingers and... People are like, oh, I can play this with my friends on Switch as well. Oh, that's awesome. And meanwhile, PS4 is still being an asshole about things. <laughs> and, uh, you know, people people are going to stop, start to jump, sh- jump shit. I'm telling you it'll happen. It may need, like, a kick in the pants, like if the PlayStation 5 is $100 more than the Xbox 2 or whatever they're going to go <laughs> with. But, you know. This is just an unfortunate situation, and I wish you know it's one of those things because I, my friend, uh, my friend Andrew, he plays stuff on his Xbox all the time for whatever reason, and it would be great if I could just play with him on my Xbox or my excuse me, my PS4. You know, stuff like Division or Fortnite or heck, Destiny Two, which he's already got like stuff at light level two ninety two on like three different characters. Jesus Christ, but. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how, how do you feel about X-Play, Joe? Do you think we'll we'll ever see it? 
Um, I hope so. I mean, it's. I mean, clearly, it's 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 not a, a difficult process uh, because. It's it literally was, a switch. <laughs> yeah, it's basically a switch. It's like it was accidentally flipped, and it was flipped right back um, within, like, a day. So just fucking do it. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, it's, it's, hard. A, it's not a matter of servers or anything like that anymore. It's like we're pretty much using the same shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you hear the story on how people realize how the guy who figured out that, you know, the switch was off, so to speak, figured out he was playing with somebody on Xbox One? Oh. Uh, he was, fu- he was playing with this other guy and he, no- and he looked at their screen name, which is right above the character's head and noticed there was a space between two words. Oh, <laughs> which is not possible on PlayStation. Exactly. And like, and to fur, like he first started talking on Twitter and then he actually did a search and he used like the underscore to make the space, you know, to just in case. And there was no such character on, on there. However, he not only found the person on Xbox he also saw they were playing the same game. So, And then before he knew it, there were like plenty of tweets and whatnot from people playing side-by-side. Side. One person on PS4, one person on Xbox. It probably got Fortnite quite a bit of attention, too. Yeah, I'd say so. Uh, so, mm. <laughs> just, just do it. Be like Nike. Just do it. <laughs> Sorry, come on. It's like, if you've won. Like, if you, if they did this, they would come off. Because here's the trick: you got to do it before you're forced to. Otherwise, yeah. you look yeah, you look like an asshole who had no choice. But if you just come outside, <laughs> you're like, you know what? Fine, we can all play together now. Everybody in the pool. Yeah, they look like heroes, and uh, everybody loves PlayStation all the more. But if they wait too long, to which like, okay, they're only going to do this because we're forcing them to. Now that that's, <laughs> that's when you're dicks. So you got to be careful, Sonny. Take it from us here. <laughs> yes. All right. What else happened? Uh, let's see here. We've got some news on... Let's, let's talk about how there's probably not going to be a new Batman Arkham game anytime soon. Uh, according to Kevin Conroy, uh, the legendary voice actor uh, behind so many Batman properties, mm. uh, he voiced, uh, of course, he of course voiced uh, Bruce Wayne in, in all of the uh, quote-unquote real uh, Arkham games. At least that's how... WB seems to want to frame it now. Uh, <laughs> uh, of course, he's Batman, you know, in the animated series. Um, and, you know, it, it, as these games are being developed, he was often the one to, to kind of confirm that, that yes, these games are being worked on, you know, before even WB would, would, would uh, you know, announce them. And of course, you know, they're not going to fucking fire Kevin Conroy. Right? <laughs> um, so he can kind of say and do whatever he wants. But uh, at Nashville's, uh, Wizard World Comic Con uh, recently, um, he said, "Quote, you know, I can't believe they're not going to do another one, but they're not. Isn't that amazing? It's a, it's they made literally billions of dollars on those games, but no, there's no plan to do another one. Uh, sorry. Um, now, obviously, you know, those games being as successful as they are, um, I doubt that will be the case for too long. Um, but it does suck that uh, that um, nothing's in the hopper uh, currently." Yeah, hmm. I, I I don't know. I mean, just the fact that uh, you know, looking back on well, Arkham Knight, which to say it didn't live up to expectation is putting it mildly. Um, I don't know. Maybe they, they WWE realized that uh, WWE WB realized that uh, they should go back on the drawing board, and at the very least, 
rethink their strategy on everything. Mm. Because, uh, you know, the, the game wasn't really, I, I hate to say, put it like this, but looking back on, on uh, Arkham Knight, it looked like they were just going by the numbers. It's like, yeah, there's a Joker appearance, and yeah, we're going to focus on these two villains, but not really, because it's all about Joker. And, oh, who, who is it you think that uh, the Arkham Knight is? Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, it was a fun game, and oh, let, let's put too many side missions that no one will want to do, and they'll just go to a YouTube video. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that video that you fight for for 400 hours? Yeah, it's not going to make any sense. <laughs> 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 and it sucks. Cause it's not a bad game at all. It's like it's very competent. I enjoyed it quite a bit it's just uh, <laughs> it just felt like another arkham game i guess is the best way to put it. like i don't think yeah. it even made our game of the year that year i don't recall but uh yeah it, it kind of yeah <laughs> i mean the whole batmobile thing was kind of shitty i just didn't care for oh that. god the batmobile. i've never i've never like every tank so- segment was just the pits i've never been so sad to be disappointed in something in my life <laughs> it's like you got the Batmobile. You saw like bits of it in Arkham Origins, and it was like, "Oh, cool! We're seeing him build it." I, w- I wonder what it would ever play like in this game. And it's like, can we go back to oh. Origins where he was just building it? <laughs> oh, the answer is it plays like garbage. <laughs> like between all the tank segments or whatever, and then like the fucking Riddler challenges that required it. It's like this fucking sucks. <laughs> who thought this was like? Who, who built this and thought, you know what? Let's just let's just go with it. It's like Riddler. Is probably richer than Bruce Wayne. I'm pretty convinced if he has t- time and means to build all this garbage in the sewers, but no one noticing. He built a racetrack. Like no one, no one. Hello. <laughs> like, come on, folks. They're like, Gordon, I know you're not Batman, but shit, you should have saw this coming. <laughs> is anyone else hearing like what sounds like power tools underneath the sewer? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's pouring all this like asphalt and <laughs> straight <laughs> underneath the sewers for some reason. That's probably nothing. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll just leave it to Batman. He'll figure it out when it comes <laughs> <off>. <laughs> Jesus. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're probably thinking, well, let's do something else. Um, if Conroy's not on board, I guess that means it's not, not Batman related, which could either be good or bad. Maybe we'll finally get that Superman game. <laughs> probably not. Nah, they can't figure out how to monetize it. <laughs> all right moving on all right we got some news for south park the fractured butthole uh <laughs> god <laughs> uh first uh is that that game has gone gold so like that game will be out on time uh will not be delayed yet again uh so go ahead and mark your calendars for uh what was it it was uh, october fuck October October 17th. 17th, there we go. All right, so um, on top of that, um, you know, some gameplay footage came uh, from that, and people were like, oh, like, yeah, at the beginning of the game, uh, there's a difficulty slider uh, <laughs> from from easy all the way to hard. Um, and the easy st- <laughs> and the difficulty slider is also a character skin slider. Uh, so 
the easiest game is for your white character. Uh, the hardest difficulty is playing as a black character. Uh, and during, as this process has played out, uh, Cartman, uh, uh, the young man, Eric Cartman, a, a popular character on the South Park television show, <laughs> he says, don't worry, this doesn't affect combat, just every other aspect of your whole life, <laughs> which is like, fuck. <laughs> uh, so damn, that's, that's a hell of a commentary right there. <laughs> um, and, and I was very curious to see how people react to this, you know, especially in the climate of today and what have you. But it was so such a relief when everyone like just basically saw this came together. Like, well, it is a South Park game, so this is <laughs> it pissed off the right people. I'll say that um, there 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 people are like, oh, you're telling me that being a white man is easy? I'm canceling my pre-order. It's like, yeah, go ahead, dude. <laughs> Fucking you have the worst problems. You're absolutely right. <laughs> I can't play this video game now. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I feel like collectively people. It's like that one Louis C.K. bit from a while ago where he's like, it's like, man, if I. It's like being a white man is like, so it's like, he's like, see, he's like, if, like, if I could pick and choose every time, it's like, yeah, I'd pick and choose a white man every time. It's so it's like, yeah, give me white again. It's so easy. Um, it's like. It's like there's nothing you can say to me to piss me off. <laughs> it's like, it's like you call me a cracker. It's like, oh, you. It's like, oh no, you remind me of the time that I could own people. Oh darn. <laughs> 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 like, there's, there's nothing you can do. Uh, God. Uh, oh god, but uh, yeah. From what I can, from what I've read about the whole difficulty, it means like you'll make less money in battle. And, yeah. and you might fight a little bit more, so maybe it balances out. But, uh, yeah, that's really the big thing. And uh, <laughs> another <laughs> another interesting aspect is now you can actually pick a gender this time. Right, yeah. Um, you know, in the Stick of Truth, you can only play as a boy. Um, but here you can pick, you know, boy or girl or, or other. Um, and, uh, yeah, if you pick a girl... Um, uh, the counselor, Mr. Mackey, he he'll he'll call your parents to confirm. It's like, oh, it's like, it's like <laughs> he'll call your parents uh, to to confirm uh, if <laughs> that you're actually a girl. Um, and um, yeah, like they actually recon that in a pretty smart way. Uh, he's like, oh, so the whole king and stick of truth thing. She was actually girl the entire time. They're like, uh-huh. <laughs> uh And then after that, you'll 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 be asked to to, to identify as either a cisgender girl or a transgender girl and then he'll call your parents again it's like oh okay it's like oh yeah like like it still tracks to the stick of truth yeah <laughs> like like she was definitely a girl the whole time yes of course i got it and then that's it so oh. pretty smart oh and it it seems like the game tailors to you you just depending on what you pick like if for instance if you if you decide transgender as soon as you step out of the school there's a bunch of rednecks who hate transgender people come and attack you <laughs> And that's your tutorial. <laughs> um, and even in that, you're like, you, most people aren't mad because it's like, well, it's a, it's a South Park game. What was I expecting, really? You know? <laughs> and at least you beat up the terrible people. You do. You absolutely <laughs> destroy them. And yeah, God, God bless you for doing that. <laughs> They're towing a the line. They're towing a the line. For sure. And I'll be perfectly frank, like, and there's a bunch of gameplay footage that came out, especially including a part where you go to the church and 
he puts he sends you to the oh that's a beautiful eagle outside my house uh that <laughs> malcolm's recording from a beautiful mountaintop yes as i always do that's the best, <laughs> that's where you get the best reception joe up on a high hill or <laughs> uh but you know like you you're like oh you're here to find god and they send you to a basement where like and they lock you in, and there's two friggin' lecherous priests. <laughs> uh, and you beat them, and you gain the ability to summon Moses, which looks like uh, the final boss from the Tron movie. It's like, oh, it's like <laughs> I'm watching all this. It's like, oh, friggin' a, I'm hyped again for this show. God damn it, or, or this game again. God damn. Because <laughs> rare is the game you get to play where you know the uh, makers of it are actually really, really into the making of it and making sure that everything's right. So, mm. so yeah. Well, it, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's good stuff. Um, I'd, I'd argue that it's the best South Park um, has been is in these games. Yeah. Like uh, they're even like, even the uh, Matt Stone and Trey Parker, they made it a point like with stick of trees. Like we, we wanted th- this to be seen as a lost season or the quote unquote next season of South Park is actually in here. So, they and by Jove, they did it. I feel like, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, because the show itself, it's like, yeah, I, I can take or leave that <laughs> if I'm being honest. I actually got into a conversation last night with someone who was trying to argue with me that they they think they think South Park is better than The Simpsons. I was like, no, buddy, <laughs> no, it is not. current Simpsons or past. No, see, that's the thing is that they wanted to, they're like, oh, well, if you weigh the totality of The Simpsons, like, well, look, buddy, whoa, how about whoa. this? How about this? How about, how about we do this? How about the, the, there are eight seasons of The Simpsons, which are some of the best television you'll, you'll watch ever. Uh, and we can leave it at that. And it will, <laughs> and it's better than anything the, that South Park will ever do. Like, uh, I'll, I'll give him a, I'll I'll give him this playing devil's advocate slightly. Uh, I think that South Park is at least of an equality where there's an argument that you know, like I, I wouldn't laugh completely at the guy if he said that it's completely better than The Simpsons. But no, no, I I, I certainly would and did. <laughs> it's like no, in the end, Simpsons, you know, hooks the trunks and gets the victory. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like no, come on. <laughs> But, you know, I'll give South Park a second. Fine. <laughs> That's, there's no shame in that. <laughs> All right. So, Sick of Truth, it's gold. There's no delay this time. Even though, you know, to be fair, I think it only got delayed once. It's not like it was delayed for 10 goddamn years here. Uh, no, it got delayed a couple of times. At oh, least. Did it? Okay. Yeah. Uh, it, okay, it wasn't Final Fantasy 15. Let's just say that. <laughs> it was supposed to be out last year, Malcolm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, after and Final then they put, Fantasy, and then they push it to spring, and now it's in October. You know what? After Final Fantasy 15, a year ain't that bad. That's good. <laughs> That's true. That's true. We're gonna have to wait a year for prop. I'm guessing that uh, Red Dead Redemption will probably be fall of 2018. They said it was spring. Ah, they lied, Joe. You know, it's, it's <laughs> well, fun. we'll see. We'll see. Come Thursday. Lie. We'll see. Come Thursday. Spring 2020. <laughs> Hey, sorry, we're still in the top three with uh, Grand Theft Auto V, so no rush, right? <laughs> the thing is still $40, and it's selling! <laughs> Man, they, you know, they, they update you know, GTA Online every 
pretty much every week or whatever. Uh, and they always put those announcements on Twitter. Like, yeah, here's a new thing that we're doing this week. It's, and one of them was fucking Smuggler's Run, and I got so mad. It's like, just make a new Smuggler's Run game. Those games are so much fun <laughs> on PS2. Nope, just pump it right in there. Oh, uh, no. They're probably trying to figure out how they how to squeeze Bully 2 in Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> oh. Make him an unlockable character, right? People will buy that. <laughs> you can be friends with that one guy's son, kid. And <laughs> oh, man. Oh, what if he, he's actually the bully in Bully 2? <laughs> That'd actually be pretty good. It would be. God damn it. Oh, man. Uh, anyway, moving on. What else we got, Joe? All right. Speaking of gold, Resident Evil 7 is getting a gold edition because, of course, that's what happens now. Uh, of course, uh, this will include all of the game's paid DLC, uh, including the upcoming End of Zoe. Um, yeah, that's and- new. That, that actually got announced for this one. I They had no mention of that. Yeah. Um, so look forward to that on December 12th. That'll that'll retail for the f- standard price of uh, fifty nine ninety nine, I believe. Yep. And to be frank, that it's worth it. Like I played this game. It's kind of funny that the game is beginning. The year is beginning and ending seemingly with Resident Evil Seven. Yeah, yeah, January and December. <laughs> it's pretty. Uh, but you know, Resident Evil Seven was an awesome game. I cannot stress how awesome and how memorable it was for me. Like I think we had like what what games are are. We rank the games like I, I'd have to, you know, Resident Evil Seven will be in is in my top three. Just like mm-hmm. how memorable of an experience it was, and to be f- and to be fair here, a lot of that is because Sandra was there too, and she was freaking out with me playing the game, so that was fun for that reason. But the game itself was really well made. It really set the mood, and you know, it didn't feel like a cash grab. This felt like Capcom actually sat down, like, okay, let's. Let's bring this game back. Let's put some love into this game. And you can <laughs> see it. It's really great. And, like, all of the DLC has been really, really interesting for one way, shape, or form. Like, uh, the end of Zoe, it'll be, it's going to be great to see some closure to that game, to that character, excuse me. And uh, especially after seeing how everything started in the, I believe it was called Daughters DLC that they did, which was actually like the prologue for what happened to this family. And, um, and of course, uh, you know, not a hero, which will hopefully solve the mystery we've been waiting to solve of what will actually happen with Chris Redfield and that helicopter which I won't spoil. Well, not that I can spoil it because there's no answer, but just the question that it raised because I still am hoping Joe plays this game before the end of the year so that it won't get just voted out because oh, I never played it. So I, uh-huh. I guess this other great game that came out wins. I mean, <laughs> Look, buddy, I'm trying, okay? <laughs> I know you're trying, buddy, but you're like, come on, man. Please. Like, oh, God, it's it's... I can't really, I can't put into words like how much of a joyous surprise that this game was great. It was so. Uh, by all I mean, I, I got to re-download and play it again. That game was so much fun. But anyway, folks, if there's one, if there, this is the one time I'm going to say like a game coming out at full retail is that, and it's still worth it, even almost a year later. Yeah, and just like a few weeks would have been a year. But anyway, go, go play this game. It's fun. Um, let's see, I got some news for Mike. What is, if I'm thinking about it, my current favorite game of the year, uh, Nier Automata. Mm. 
sales have passed two million. Um, and Square in their earnings report says um, <laughs> it's funny. It's it's funny. They're saying that Nier Automata could become one of Square's next franchises, um, which is hilarious to me because like that game is like technically the fifth in the franchise. Like, <laughs> it's like Nier. The original Nier was a spinoff of Drakengard, which is which has gotten three games, and it's a sequel to that game. Uh, so we I don't know. We could do it, a whole show trying to explain <laughs> the fucking timeline, and it, it would be bonkers but, still. But, but, but my point is is that this already seems to be a franchise-ass franchise, so I don't know what they meant by that. <laughs> um, but I'm I'm happy to see that the game is, is commercial, commercially successful as well as critically, because man alive. Um, Malcolm, I don't know if you finished Nier Automata, but... Uh, yeah, that game is that game is excellent. Holy shit. I can't get over how great that game is. The game is really great and uh all the different roads like just review like it's one of the few times that you're actually it's actually kind of cool to replay the game cuz you get more and more of the full picture of what's going on every single time you play. <laughs> I mean, I will, I will say that you te- you technically only really replay it the one time. Uh oh, okay. and and then you kind of get and you and you and a lot of it, I mean, there's some overlap, but you see a lot of different perspectives. Uh, and then the quote-unquote third playthrough is actually a continuation uh, from where the first two playthroughs uh, end. So it, you only really replay stuff the one time. Of course, you've got all the other fun unplayth endings, like when you make a B or 9S, like, walked a little off to off the ridge of the pier. <laughs> and he was never seen again. <laughs> <laughs> he decides to follow robots until the end of his days. <laughs> uh, so good. That'll be what the sequel is based off of, that ending. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. man. But, uh, uh, how far have you gotten with Nier Automata, Malcolm? Uh, I'm still on 9S's playthrough. Like, when I was playing through it, that's when all the August stuff started coming uh, out. Man, well, I, I I encourage you to finish up. Okay, all right. Tell you what, I'll finish this. You go out and buy. <laughs> Buddy, me. you're already halfway in. <laughs> Just do it. <laughs> I'm not asking you to spend more money. It's money you've already spent. Look, freaking hey, like you you must have a friend who has this game. Oh, what? I do not. I have you. <laughs> oh. That's both heartening and disheartening. At the same time. <laughs> oh, I mean, these motherfuckers don't buy games. I'm <laughs> like, I'm the only fucking chucklehead that really plays games anymore in my friend circle. So it's annoying. Oh, God damn it. All right. Well, we'll, we'll figure something out. But anyway. Play the damn game, Malcolm. I, I've been playing the game. <laughs> <laughs> Finish the damn game. It won't end. <laughs> yes, it will. <laughs> All right. So moving on. What other stories we got? Uh, let's see. We've got some, um, I guess some news for fans of The Last of Us, uh, remastered. Uh, that game got some PS4 Pro updates, uh, recently. Uh, of course, that game was already remade, uh, beautifully for, for PS4, uh, from the, you know, from the original PS3 version. Um, but now with the Pro, it's got, you know, 4K support, uh, and other stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, there you go. All right. <laughs> All right, uh, another news here. We've got a release date for the prequel to Until Dawn, one of my favorite games uh, when it released. Uh, Never, that, go ahead. It's called The Inpatient, uh, to remind people. Um, it will be out November 22nd. Um, yeah, I believe that's uh, PlayStation VR exclusive, though. So, unfortunately, uh, not a game I will be able to get into uh, because I don't own a VR. So, that's kind of the end of that for me. 
uh, unfortunately. Um, because, man, I loved Until Dawn so much. That original game was so good. Um, it was kind of, it's kind of, I feel like that's, it was kind of what David Cage tends to aim for with his games uh, and, and fails so spectacularly at <laughs> uh, Until Dawn was the realization of what the types of games he wants to make uh, could actually be. Um, I like that game so much. Mm. And we first saw this game actually at E3, and uh, <laughs> it was part of like a VR montage, I feel, or, that they were showing there. And at the time, like this story is actually the first I heard that it's actually connected to the Until Dawn universe. Because yeah. before it was just called The Inpatient. You saw you didn't see Until Dawn anywhere. So uh, I'm kind of curious uh, how it all connects. And do you think like Until Dawn is now officially VR only? Like that's how they're pushing that game is just like. Uh, I hope not. Because <laughs> I mean, it's cool to have, you know, VR support. But I feel like uh, I feel like these games deserve the biggest possible audience. So kind of kind of uh, sweeping it under the PSVR umbrella exclusively, I don't think that's necessarily the best decision. Like, if you want to make it a VR game, it's like, yeah, obviously, sure. Um, but VR exclusive, I'm not so much into. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I kind of hope that the this franchise continues, though. Considering the ending of the first game, I don't know how you continue. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people died. <laughs> but... Yeah, I mean, it was interestingly enough, like, I wouldn't mind if they did it sort of like Cloverfield, where it's like a different type of monster or horror thing each time, and it's just them trying to do it, because, you know, you can't really ah, you can't really make a franchise out of the Windigos, I feel. I feel like you have to like, build on it a bit. Yeah. But hey. And, uh, and man, that original game starred my boy Rami Malek. I love that dude. It actually is pretty star-studded when you sit back and look. It really it. is. It's like, man, really? <laughs> like Grant, and... Grant Ward from uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which I like anyway, is, <laughs> is in it. You've got the cheerleader. Hayden Christensen is in it. I mean, <laughs> Hayden Christensen uh, is the wrong person. Oh, whoops. From Hayden Finitieri. Thank you. Hayden Christensen. Anakin Skywalker is in. The cheerleader is out. As the cheerleader, yeah. <laughs> oh man! But anyway, moving. Hey, Rami Malek uh, turned out to be the biggest star in that in that game, though. I think. Which one? Rami Malek. Uh, that's the guy from uh... Mr. Robot. Yes, yeah. Yeah, well, uh, he was kind of the... a focus of the game, really. Oh well, yeah, and um, and he's Freddie Mercury in uh, in the in that uh, in that biopic that's coming soon. And there was a picture of him, and I was like, "Holy fuck, that's so good!" I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to show you. But man, it's it's a pretty because you know that movie originally was supposed to have, uh, I believe, who was it? Sasser Baron Cohen was supposed to, uh, that was supposed to originally be uh, Freddie Mercury. He's like, "Oh wow, that was perfect casting." Uh, and then he dropped out for whatever reason. It's like, who the fuck could you possibly get now? It's like, oh, Rami Malek. It's like, oh, oh, it's pretty good. Here, I'll show you a picture right now. It's it's right. it's. it's uh, Pretty, pretty good. Hold on. Like, well, I guess we should probably continue while, yeah, yeah. <laughs> while I do that. Uh, here you go. Here's, here's a link to that. Uh, meanwhile, there's uh, some final DLC coming to Neo. Uh, it's called Bloodshed's End, and it will be uh, released uh, very soon, in a couple of days, September 26th. Uh, you, got, you got something to talk about for Neo? Because I got nothing. Um. Uh. That's sadly that's one of those games where 
this month has been just so stuffed. Like, I feel like if this was even 2016, I'd be still ranting and raving to you about how good Neo was because it, it it's great. Like the way they incorporate and focus on Japanese folklore and turn that into a style, uh, style, soul style game. <laughs> but at the same time, they incorporate like everything I loved about Diablo as far as loot and uh, getting better gear. And the meanwhile, the game still maintains the challenge and there's still plenty of strategy involved. Like, and just like the focus on story, yeah, which wasn't. It was, it's there in, you know, (laughs) Dark Souls, but at the same time, yeah, he is super Freddie Mercury. Wow. Like, (laughs) that's so good. I swear it's almost CG. Good Lord. But but it's like, like, there's a story. There's a central antagonist. There's like a focus that you're going through. Like, it's like anything that you had a problem with with the Souls game, they addressed it, but at the same time, it still feels like a very good Souls game. And, of course, it's Ninja Theory, so you still got that focus on combat that's actually done really, really well without being over-the-top like the Ninja Gaiden series were. It's It hits so many beats. It's one of those games where, like, Yakuza 0, I want to go back to it to feel like I'm giving it a fair shake in the tournament. And... I've been hearing great things about the DLC too, which I've actually been like keeping up with and watching on there. And I'm like, boy, that does look great. It's like, <laughs> it's... well, Malcolm, it's uh, this is available as part of the season pass or separately for nine ninety nine. That's not bad for that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so the game, like, if you're looking for a Souls game, like by all means, Neo's the one to get. And uh-huh. if you need another one, the search. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> But it's a great, great game. It's like, once again, I do want to go back to it because I feel like somebody, I'm not saying it's going to win, but somebody should at least be like giving some praise to it and like, well, it's actually great and deserves to be here because this, this, and this. But in the end, it'll be knocked out by Mario or something like that, probably. But we'll (laughs) we'll see. (laughs) But I did enjoy everything they did. It's got like a very nice style. Like, I could see this being a a new series. And. Once again, it's a PlayStation exclusive, which is actually a pretty big deal that no one is talking about. That this awesome new franchise, like, uh, I, I, I highly recommend it if you haven't tried it out. I feel like people could have fun there. If that's in the red box, go check out that out in the red box. <laughs> what you think? But anyway, uh, yeah, uh, it's it's cool. I feel like they've done a really, really great job. Like as far as like a first entry in a possibly new franchise, I think they've done everything right. I don't think you can go back and say, well, they fucked up here. But, like, no, no, they did everything right. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's promising. It gave a lot of people, had a lot of fun with it, and it was super, super cool. And it's like, yeah, I don't know what more you could want. It's just, it's just unfortunately, a game that came out in probably the most stacked year in recent memory that it's sort of losing out on all of this, all of this other fantastic games that are coming out on it's but like i said i'm gonna i i have it i i do recommend it and i will sit back and play th- play a bit more of it hopefully to get like a better idea on, on how on uh, the gameplay and focus on it but, uh, on this as far as the story yeah if you have it go go get it it's great like this game is really starting to pick up speed in fact i think that the character was made into dlc for a, a dynasty warriors game recently mm-hmm yeah, so, which gives you an idea that he's at least getting traction in Japan, which you kind of expect considering his Japanese folklore and all that. 
have you tried any of this at all, Joe? Uh, no, because it came out with five other games it's around the same time. Yeah, I believe it was it was like February, so it literally came out the week after Resident Evil 7. It came out after Resident Evil, uh, came out after fucking... Uh, I think Neo was in this around this time, too. Yeah, it was it was that, I believe, uh, fucking Nier came out around the same time, fucking Zelda came out around the same time, Horizon came out around the same time. <laughs> like, well, I gotta pick and choose, folks. <laughs> yeah, that was rough. Poor. At and on my personal priority list, uh, games that are described as Souls-like uh, are, are lower on the priority list. You know, the, we did have that conversation a while ago, but I, you, you might have some fun with this one. I'm just saying. Okay. All right. Unless uh, there's any other stories you missed, though. Um, I got one last one here. Mom. Oh, okay, okay. One last one here. Um, saved it for last. <laughs> because it seems that... Our, our beloved CEO, Kazurai, is, is retiring. Oh, this story, um, yes. Uh, but I should probably clarify that it is not the actual Kazurai. It is the fake Kazurai, popular on Twitter.com. Um, yeah, I guess he seems he seems to feel that, or this person, I don't know who this person actually is, uh, but they seem to feel that they just are not up on it as much as they wish, as, to, as much as they should be. So what they're doing is that they are retiring it, after E3 2018. I believe he uh, also had a kid, too, and that's playing a part in it as well. Yeah, I didn't dig into all that, but, the, the, <laughs> but uh, yeah, basically, uh, yeah, it says, it says recently, though, I've been tweeting a lot less often. While I still spend plenty of time playing video games, I spend a lot less time following video game news. I don't watch every press conference like I used to, and I'm now not normally online when a big story breaks. I also find myself repeating jokes more and more often. Turns out there are a finite number of ways he can say nobody wants to be <laughs> the last, <laughs> Or the last Guardian slash Final Fantasy slash Kingdom Hearts has been delayed. Uh, so he's therefore decided 2018 will be the last year of the Twitter account. Um, and yeah, they said the reasoning for that is, uh, or for, 20, for E3 being that uh, cutoff, is that they want to do one more E3. Uh, they want to give, them, give themselves time to do a proper ending for the account. Um, so there you go. This is heartbreaking for me because I, I love that account. It like, it's, it's a good account. Yeah, it's like talk about like first he gets he's lucky enough to get that fun little handle there, and at first he just, <laughs> you, know, you know it's kind of funny that they never locked that down officially. <laughs> right, freaking it, Kazurai brought it up in like this montage of uh, <laughs> tweets, most famously. Like I, I, for, I forget, but some website actually did an interview with fake cats her eye about like, just like how fun, how crazy this ride has been. And, you know, he started getting mentioned more and more by such sites like IGN, which is how I found out about him and uh, kind of funny and other people. So and, and he's just brought up like really, really fun commentary. Like I remember what that one E3 for the Sony conference where they had the orchestra uh -huh. and uh, at the end of it, uh, they, he, he, throughout the joke of the orchestra is going to hang around afterwards to play the death song for the Vita. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he, he would often make a pretty nice little digs at the PlayStation on a malice. He actually made some pretty good points about it. And so, <laughs> uh, it's going to, it's going to suck, but you know, it sounds like he's moving on and I don't even know if he's getting paid for this account. Probably not, but 
Yeah, so. I mean, who, who among us doesn't know prominent Twitter millionaires, you know? <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> uh, do you have any um, fun memories with uh, fake Hazara? Um, Not specifically, but, uh, but yeah, like, I've always had a lot of fun following the account. Um, and, yeah, like, it's hilarious to... Like I, I checked right now. I checked uh, like, like there's a like if you go on Twitter, there's a button for like followers. You know, uh, so I clicked on that. So it, it's funny to see that Shuhei <laughs> Yoshida follows fake Kazurai. <laughs> 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 uh, so that's good stuff. So uh, for now, I'll, I'll I'll notch that as my favorite fake Kazurai memory. It's <laughs> a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and like I also remember when they're I think it was like uh, the e, the E3 after after uh, the PS4 came out and they were talking about like all the reasons that it was a success and yada yada yada. And uh, afterwards, uh, you know, he tweets at Shuhei, "I was disappointed that one of your reasons wasn't Kaz Harai's awesome leadership." <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was like a fun little account for those of us that are in the know, and it's a shame to see it go, but. Hey, thank you for the memories. Just the same, man. It was uh, gave a bit of your free time to give us some fun memories. So thank you, Fake Kazurai, whatever your actual real name is. But thank you. <laughs> All right, and with that, folks, that does it for this week's episode of the firmware update. We apologize once again for the long, long uh, drought of uh, as far as episodes, but. We're working on fixing that. You're going to get a whole t- ton of reviews coming up. And, of course, Pass or Play, which, once again, 3 bucks a month on our Patreon. And you get access to that every single month at, before the month officially arrives. So go check. So please, once again, patreon.com slash the firm up. Every little bit helps. And, heck, you know, you know what would make us pump out more episodes? Not having to worry about having jobs. So... Just, yeah. just throwing that out there. <laughs> uh, you can follow us on, if you like the show. You can follow us such as as podcast app on your iTunes or excuse me, your Apple device. Or if you have an Android, don't worry about it. We got we're on such apps such as Stitcher Radio and Pocket Cast. If you, by the way, any sort of five star written review greatly helps out the show, and it's a free way of supporting us. You can also find us at our own website, thefirmup.com, where you'll get every episode as it comes out, and you can just uh, hit that subscribe button and be fine. Oh, by the way, speaking of apps you can follow us on, we're on Podbeam, so if you use Podbeam, you can't forget that. We recently made the switch, so Podbeam, and you can use us every single... You can download us straight from there, and that's free as well. You can also find us on Twitter... At PS Mount for me, at Wants23 for Joe, and at the firm up for the show. We also have a Facebook page, which please give it a like, helps out the show, and we post every single entry as they come. Joe, is there anything else I'm forgetting? No. All right. Oh, one last thing. Uh, audibletrial.com slash firmware update. You can get a free book on us. Just make sure you fill it out all the way and pick your book, and that helps out the show as well. And plus, it's free for 30 days. Cancel at any time without having to pay a single thing. Yeah. Folks, we will see you next time. Adios.